So we're here. It's like the end of 2019. This is literally like Friday the 13th. So we got some good like women energy going on. Yes. Um, and we're here like a year ago. We like decided that we wanted to do a divine Pinai thing. Right. What what was that, girl? <laughs> you know, I'm trying to remember, like, how did we decide to put this on? I know. I, I, and it would have to be in December. Yeah. It would have to be maybe not even around this, maybe around this time or maybe a little bit before. Who knows? Um, I just, I don't, I don't know how I can't it even started. tell you. <laughs> so, okay, that's so funny how we were talking about earlier how we're kind of moving away from using our mind and our brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe, like, what we now call, like, the Divine Penai, like, uh-huh. Retreat or Collective, that was our first kind of, like, f- step towards, like, following intuition. Yeah. Like, like I get what you're saying. A womb move or, like, a gut move. Yes. Um, we can't articulate. Move. We yeah. can't even articulate it because it wasn't something that lived or was conceptualized in the mind. It Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why we're struggling. That's we why don't we're remember. <laughs> All right. What do you remember in terms of like our conversations around the beginning? Then, like, what can you remember? Yeah. I think it. Oh, I think personally for me, I was really missing um, just being around like a Filipino space. Mm. Um. So I think that was like professionally and also kind of like lacking that sense of community. It was like so strong and like how all of us met, you know, um, through PEP. And I think just having like a gathering around that. And I think it was also like reflective of like development of friendships or connections with yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we all, I think in our conversations around this also wanting like oh we know this person but you know like and I know they're into this but yeah. you know like I haven't actually like spent time with them or gotten time to get to know them that's right because I feel like those um maybe like a year ago we were like sometimes having hangouts mm-hmm. and we would talk and I'd be like you know what like Aileen is into that like you should really talk to Aileen and you'd be like yeah like I haven't connected with her yet but I really want to um and then with like Aileen I'd be like you know Missy's really into that and she'd be like, oh, my God, like, I should talk to Missy. Yes. Um, and so, like, there was a part of that as well. I think for me, there was, like, a moment where I was in conversation with Andrew. I'm like, was I in L.A.? Like, I, I'm i wondering if it came from there. But, like, I was in a conversation with, like, Andrew. And he was talking about how, like, he and some friends went to, like, Big Bear or something. And they had, like, a retreat. And they all, like, taught each other something. And I just remember being, like enthralled by this idea of like oh we can have our own healing retreats like we it doesn't have to come from like um an institution i guess or like someone who's official like we could just do it ourselves right um and so like i was like playing with that and i don't know how it like started with us but like i think because we had this thing of like we all know each other Mm -hmm. and so we kind of just started like doing it Mm mm-hmm and like talking about it and next thing you know we were both like holding each other accountable to it right you know like because i i think there were moments where i was like is this really gonna happen and then you'd like hit me up and you'd be like hey like let's talk about like what we're gonna do or let's do this and i'd be like okay yeah let's do it (laughs) it's happening it's happening yeah but it was a trip like i remember we were looking for a place and we were like really um weighing the options and I think what I really liked about our conversations was that we were both taking it hella seriously Mm -hmm. like we were like we haven't done this yet but it's gonna happen and it's gonna be really powerful Mm -hmm. you know so I remember feeling like that Mm -hmm. yeah what about you like what else do you remember from the beginnings (sighs) um memories it's coming up it's just like how i think how i felt in the beginning you know i think when you plan it then when we're all kind of there i also kind of felt like a daze Ooh, yeah it felt like it was slow like our time together it was just like so 
I feel like in a daze is just how I describe things when you're just, I think when things, you're super present. I was going to say, it was like we were really present. Like we were yes. all really present in that space. And like on, on the same wave, like we were all just kind of flowing. Present with each other. Yes. And yeah. um, I just, and just like having memories of like, it was like this, the house was so cute though. Yeah. You did such a good job. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this house is so cute. And like, I feel like we utilized the space well, but now I'm kind of thinking like, there's so many moving pieces and like, especially like around the food, like preparing yeah. the food and cooking it. And then like, I almost wish like, like what was that sound? Of like, you know, just kind of like our laughter and our conversation. Mm. Like, and sometimes, um, I feel like it's hard to be that some like you know like yeah some it's hard to be in that yeah um I just like remember the laughter and like the connection you know um, when you like talk about that what comes up for me is like um I think maybe like a year or two ago I was like reflecting on like why it's sometimes hard to be in a Filipino space mm-hmm. and like I I saw it as a reflection of like I was thinking of like why I never wanted to be in pace when I was at SF State mm-hmm. or like what I found hard about like even being in the pep space which we both feel like was a really like liberatory space for us mm-hmm. and like what I realized when I was like thinking about that was like it was hard because of like the colonial mentality that I was bringing in and that other people were bringing in mm-hmm. and how people were like um, interacting with each other based off of like that or like based off of the ego which is mm-hmm. like you think about it is like the ego is really like a colonial thing because we were taught that and we mm-hmm. were taught that it like um serves us even if it doesn't and so like i was reflecting on like why do i sometimes hate being around other filipinos and like all of that was not present in our space like when we were in divine Pinai, like i am um, i was able to let go of like all of those pretenses Mm. and I'm like also like wondering what that is because like you were saying like we all were just very present with each other we all were like vulnerable from the get like we literally had like a cleanse and we checked in and everyone was like crying all of a sudden (laughs) (laughs) and like people were just sharing like how tough their years were and we were just like oh my god like we are holding you you know like so And then, like, all of a sudden, people were, like, so free to just, like, we had contacted people beforehand, right, Mm. to, like, be, like, you're going to lead this and you're going to share this with us because Mm. that's, like, the thing that you do and we want you to, like, share your light with us. And so when people were sharing, all of a sudden, we found room for people that we didn't hit up to be, like, now I'm going to share and, like, we're going to do this. And we were really just, like, floating through with each other, learning from each other, and it felt like people did not have the ego the pretense the guard while we were with each other like we were able to really shed that like colonial mentality um and there i I think i'm learning what a space like that feels like this year and that's definitely a vibe that we are able to like um allow ourselves to i guess what is the word i'm looking for like allow ourselves to enter yeah you know what i mean i don't know i like how you brought up that that concept of like ego and how that's tied to colonialism um i love how you said we were able to hold each other yeah and that's so interesting that is so interesting i'm like curious um what role does like the individual work that we're all doing within ourselves Ooh, play into that yeah 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 um kind of like coupled with that idea of um yeah yeah i don't it's interesting that is interesting because i i don't <laughs> think necessarily that any of us were even or not to my knowledge mm-hmm. like i didn't think like oh like we're all people who are doing our own work so we should get together that that wasn't really the thing I feel like when we were like who should we invite we were really just picking like our closest homegirls exactly and we were just like who do you think would like like just like I guess feed off of each other and we knew that we were all I, I don't know we all had like a level of comfortability I guess from pet 
I was just gonna say yeah that. like because we for the most part we were all in pep um mm-hmm. like emily's not in pep but she also is kind of like down right you and know connected to different and folks. is connected um or it's just like sf state is that connection yeah sf state is the bigger connection for sure um i think it was also like we wanted to put each other on yeah you know yeah like i think th- like now that you after i heard you saying that like that was like one thing it's like i just want to put each other on like like you mentioned, like, yeah. we have so many... I just remember saying that. Just put each other on. And that's kind of, like, what it is, is how can we support you, like, seeing each other? And right. And, like, from that came... I feel like individually people started thinking about... You know, like, we're all on our own process, but, like, yo, your idea with the candles. Like, that right. is, like, so dope. Like, I'm excited for that to actually be, like... Right. Um, a a path for you right and then what i think about too is just like these weren't necessarily things that um we were like flaunting about ourselves Mm -hmm. it was more just like these were things that um were impactful to our own healing Mm -hmm. and when we shared it we realized that they could be impactful to each other's healing Mm -hmm. um because i remembered coming into that I did not think of myself as a facilitator of anything I feel like that's why we were like I wanted to ask all these other people Mm -hmm. but I did end up leading the um, the cleansing which was literally something that I did every day last year Mm -hmm. because of how um, I had to like shake off of work like this idea of like you cleanse and then you um, cleanse yourself of the energy that's not yours and you um, ask for energy back from the universe Mm -hmm. and that was actually like something that resonated with a lot of folks and I didn't expect it to but the same way with like when Emily led us through like all of her meditation or with Mm -hmm. the oil stuff is like that's her thing but her sharing it with us made such an impact Mm -hmm. on like how we could like think of ourselves right or even like tin telling us how to repot plants I was like repotting hella plants after that because I felt so like confident in it um when you mentioned the planting like also like you know when she was talking about the soil yeah of like you know in order to thrive like you have to look about like the conditions in which like mm-hmm. plants are rooted yeah um i was like oh that's so like so beautiful yeah um, and then with aileen with like the canvas painting um i think that was also like a did we end with that? I don't remember. I think we did. Because yeah. we like we helped y'all cook I by like prepping the vegetables. Yes. <laughs> Which was like so even that small <laughs> ass thing, like it was so funny because Baba was like, This is so smart. And I was just like dying inside because even to this day I hear Baba saying that and I'm like, We should always prep food like that. Like why is one person just prepping all the food exactly. when you can have like nine people just right. like focus on one thing and then you're done. Exactly. And what comes out of that you know it's like everyone is bringing their own like medicine like Mm -hmm. into that ingredient and it's it's like maybe that's why food tastes so good you know like when it's like a collective effort or it's folks that are doing it together yeah then i think about well how does this tie to our identity of like being filipina or like pinai and like the overall experience of like not the you know quintessential like filipino american experience but how that's I feel like that's like such a common thing but yeah. then also like for some folks it's like it's not you know yeah. what I mean um but yeah that was great it was it was a good time what were your like reflections after I honestly felt like that not was even maybe not reflections like what mm-hmm. what was like calling to you what was happening to you after um well, true. Uh, my ass moved to New York City. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you had a journey this year. I did. And you know what's interesting is I felt like that was something that was, like, needed. Because I know I've, I had conversations with you and Alvin. I was like, I feel like after New York, like, I'm going to come back to the Bay. Right. Do you remember that? When yes. we were eating at that, like, kind of hole-in-the-wall spot in exactly. L.A. Exactly. That was fun. That was Rice really bar. fun. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> and I felt like that would, like, personally for me, it was also like, okay, Melissa, like, maybe that was where that contract like started of like you're gonna come back here yeah but like you're following and you're listening to spirit and there's something for you in new york that you need to do but this is essentially like where the roots are being so like i think for me that was like another 
I don't know if it was another root that was being planted. And I've yeah. kind of been thinking about this even with, like, New Moon. Is like, I'm not... I don't, it's not that I don't want to plant new seeds, mm-hmm. but I almost want to... I want to nurture and I want to feed the seeds I've already planted, like, five years ago. How many years yeah. ago? Like, how can I continue to nurture those instead of just kind of planting new seeds new seeds but kind of yeah so i felt like after the 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 retreat that was kind of like what it was it was like yeah send off but also like okay like forget that it was a send off for you because you really did journey this year yes for sure (laughs) (laughs) i know i feel like you just had like a or that's or even like flashback of like (laughs) oh my god this is where i've been (laughs) it's so wild just to kind of think about like where were you this time mm. last year maybe like physically but also like where were you spiritually mentally yeah. emotionally yeah um what has happened since then yeah um yeah. So, and it kind of it's like you know like it's so wild it's so wild to think about that. it is so we're like how about you like what did you walk away from from that I think experience. okay so like Elena's really been um wanting us to all reflect on this question of like what was your intention because I think we made intentions mm. and like where has it gone since then and I still remember my intention um because it was like based off of me reading Emergent Strategy from mm-hmm. Adrienne Marie Brown mm-hmm. and it was like um I want to work on creating the world that I want to see wide scale because she has this thing of like the way you like change the world is you start small and it mm-hmm. starts with like your relationships. So I was like, I want to have the type of relationships that I want to spread across the world type of thing. And um, I think a year ago, I didn't really believe I had that. Mm-hmm. We're like, I know we were all friends, but it wasn't really like, um like I would see you when I saw you you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like it would just be like oh I'm gonna be in LA let me hit up Missy but it wasn't really like I was checking in on Missy a lot Mm -hmm. you know or Mm -hmm. like even like here with like being here I had to really make um an honest effort to hang out with like Justine or Aileen Mm -hmm. or things like that or people who are here um and so like this like path of us going through this process I think has also taught me how to like reach out to people more as my people Mm -hmm. Um, where before like when we first had this event I was like wow this is powerful like I don't know if we could my my thing too was like I don't think we can recreate this Mm -hmm. like that was what was in my head that was a story that I was telling myself um, up here and so like that was kind of what I held but I think um, action wise I was doing things differently already because it was kind of like I started seeking out more things that would kind of like replenish me Mm -hmm. um me and Aileen were definitely on this tip of like we need to like learn so we were like doing all of these different things where like we can learn from this person we can learn from this person um, and that eventually turned into like me, you, and her being like, "We're going to the Mama <laughs> like out of nowhere too, because it was literally like maybe we had a month before the deal of like however cheap it was ends, and at the beginning of the month you were just like texting me and you were like, "Let's do it," because and then I was just like, "Yes," and I didn't even know if I was serious then, but I was like, "If Missy's gonna do it, I'm gonna do it," and then like all of a sudden you were like texting everyone in the divine panai and it stuck with like me you and aileen it did. and we just went for it and like that was basically like there was something this year um that started to guide me mm. and i think it came out of like wanting more of what we had in the divine panai space for myself mm-hmm. um because like i also had to do this thing where i have mad anxiety like mm-hmm. so much anxiety and Last year, my anxiety was pretty bad to the point where it's like I'd wake up and I'd already have like um, these voices in my head being like, here's your to do list. You got to do this. You got to do this. And they'd be like really um, hard to quiet. So I had Mm -hmm. to take a few um, meditation classes at um, East Bay Meditation Center Mm -hmm. where I had to learn to like deal with my anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like, how do I approach this? 
and that actually gave me so many lessons and once i was able to like quiet all of that Mm -hmm. i think that was when i was able to like open up to like what we were doing more Mm -hmm. and so like we started just being like we're gonna go to this conference um i started taking my meditation more seriously as like Mm -hmm. a practice and i think since then i've just been learning from sitting in meditation all the time from just like going with like our whims almost Mm -hmm. i think that's how i'm like learning to like follow my intuition Mm. you know and like we were talking earlier and i was telling you like um we've made so many moves this year like we had the babylon conference Mm -hmm. we had the sacred sisterhood survival retreat Mm -hmm. we've had more um divine penai events and like we were talking earlier about like we can't reason with the head about why these things are happening or why we keep going towards mm-hmm. these things because we're leading with something on the in the body now right. we're leading with like the gut or the womb or the heart um so yeah like i think a year has gone by and yeah. i've shifted into like i feel like a completely new person almost right with like so much more like assurance and so much more and the assurance comes from knowing too that like i have a community that i can do this work with yeah, I don't know. How do you feel? Because, like... I know, it's like, I'm listening to you talk. I was like, like, I need to, like, dive in. I was like, let me go dive in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dive in, dive in. Um, I know my intentions are in this notebook, but it's, it's <laughs> there. Um, I think for me... Well, obviously, I felt like it was a good send-off. And I, to be quite honest, I felt like the first half of the year it was... Maybe kind of just sitting with certain elements that Hell yeah. were present at, at that retreat. Right. Um, I think movement was one. Um, obviously, the womb. Like, I've shared this with you. Like, I've taken this everywhere. Yeah. Like, this image has been part of makeshift altars and spaces just to, like, remind me. I've seen it everywhere with you. Right. Like, I bring it. Like, it's <laughs> everywhere. It's, like, in, like, the boss sign, right? But, like, me as as a woman I think really owning that mm. like owning my womanhood owning my womanness my wombness yes but like yo like we're so powerful and we can create um and I think for me a lot was coming back to just like and I think about my intentions I had for like New York was like around sound around movement mm. and then you know when I first went there a lot of my interaction was okay, I know this practice is grounding. I was like, let me find a yoga studio. And then through Mm. that, I got introduced to Egyptian belly dancing. And then, like, just meeting, like, just, like, some of my first friends were, like, 65-year-old women that were part of this Egyptian, like, Egyptian belly dancing class in Harlem and then in the Bronx. And kind of what you were saying, like, I'm starting to do things that nourish me but also make me feel whole. Mm. Um, And that really resonates when you were saying now I have like a community that I know like I can fall back on mm-hmm. that can hold me but also like that I know like we're growing yeah like we're growing with each other in this way we're, yeah we are um, and then there are gonna be you know like more women that are gonna be part of that mm-hmm. you know that are gonna come in with like and I think that rightfully so I think that's the direction it should go it should never be like this insular thing right um We need to keep that like center and sacred. Hell yeah, that feeling. Yeah, of like, there's enough for all of us. Yes. You know? I really think of our space, and I really feel like it is a space where we're learning to be fully like decolonized almost and like, mm. healed, you know? Because we're, mm. we're kind of letting go of that like scarcity mentality. Yes. Um, we're also like, I still think of like when I first came to your um, new place here with like Tin we had like the brunch and we were like why do we talk so nice to each other (laughs) and that like really stood out to me (laughs) because I'm like why do we talk so nice to each other and it's because like you know it's not that I talk nice like that to everybody I can be so rude and it's like my my childhood has not necessarily been like kind words Mm -hmm. and I've had to learn from like meanness but I think it's like a space where we allow ourselves to practice kindness and this is kind of like the space where we're like 
um, what do you actually, how do you actually want to be spoken to? Like, we mm. practice that on each other. And it, to me, that's something that's, like, super decolonizing as well. Mm. Mm. Yes. Um, I want to read, like, what Baba posted about the Love by Love conference, because I think her response or her reflection was very interesting. Like, well said. Ooh, yes. Um, Bring it up. Bring it up. Here we go. So, Baba's, Bob's Fernandez. Um, So, her post on this was, um, I sometimes wonder what it really means to be decolonized. Like, hella, hella decolonized. What would a panai embody then? After magical and vulnerable 12 hours with a small group of eight <laughs> pinais, all within two degrees of separation of one another, I've realized that decolonize means you just let your ancestors reverberate around you and through you. Mm. Fuck. You feel them. You talk to them. You nurture them. And to answer my question, a decolonized pinai is a pinai that exists exactly as who she was before the Spaniards came. Ooh. I just got chills. I need to say that again. Let your ancestors reverberate around you and through you. That's what decolonize means. Wow. Damn. That's some real shit. It's funny too that you like mentioned that because like who we are in this journey right now is we are learning to do like this ancestral work you know and that's something that like we have been learning one on like ourselves like individually Mm -hmm. but we're also learning to bring it into our divine penai space Mm because like lately we've been meeting and we've been making sure to have like legit altars like if you remember our first altar it was very just like I mean, it wasn't like, <laughs> like you posted about it. Let me go look it at was it like right now. Hodgepodge. You just put hella shit on it, and like you know what? That's fine because that's what we were called to do at that time. But yeah. now, like when we all met in like November at Spruce, like that was hella intentional. We like were like putting water out. We were putting like all these other things out, um, and so like we've also grown in that way of being like, well, what is an altar? What is it supposed to be like? Um, like four and you know what so for this next um the winter solstice i'm actually playing with the idea of having two altars yes because one is gonna be the ancestral altar and the other is gonna be the inner child altar Mm. where we're also like calling to and like allowing (laughs) like our inner playful selves to like be honored as well yes I'm just getting like chills like <laughs> everywhere. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Okay, I want to show you what the altar looked like. Oh, I thought you had a picture of the I altar. I I'm pretty sure I do. I, I could have sworn. Where it is. Okay, hold on. One Maybe second. Because like... a girl got to put her laundry in the dryer. Like... Yes. Break time, real quick. Yes. Commercial. <laughs> Commercial break. Play music. Um, what were we talking about? Girl, I don't even remember. It was cool, though. Like, it was a good flow. <laughs> we were, like, hella into it. Oh, we were reflecting. We're talking about decolonizing. Mm. Um, you know what? So, like, you were sharing a quote with, like, um, Baba. And, mm-hmm. like, there's this quote that has been really, like, calling to me about, like, what is it that we're doing here? And I need like, to, on this like, earth? Or, like, oh, you no. mean? Okay. So, yeah, let me clarify. <laughs> <laughs> like basically when i see this quote i'm like this is what divine penai is about actually um and it was actually something that atha allison said at um entrepreneur and they've been like putting like her quote yeah so like um i'll read it because we can maybe talk about it but basically she said putting penais in the center is extremely important because we are always on the margins We are in the margins in larger society. We are in the margins of our own community. Sometimes we're in the margins of our own families. But when we bring ourselves to the center, what does that look like? And that really like spoke to me because when I hear that and I think of like, well, what does that look like? I was like, we've been practicing that. Like we know what it looks like and we've been doing what it looks like for like the past year. And I think that's just so like beautiful that like, 
that question was presented for like the larger consumption of our community like our filipino american community and like the diaspora but we are kind of in a position where we've got to taste what that feels like Mm -hmm. and to me that's like really powerful that we've already started that work to answer that question Mm. Mm. what does it make you like what does it bring up for you um truth Mm. Uh, yo yeah i think that's always like a question i think folks have that are really like yearning for that yeah um i feel like maybe we're like does that yearning ever stop because i feel like sometimes Mm. we can yearn in different ways depending where we're at yeah you know as pinais as filipinas or filipino americans um because I think I've also reflected, like, it's also, like, a privilege to have this space. Hell yeah. I think that was, like, a, a, a learning and a reflection for me when I was in New York. Mm. Um, and obviously being part of Race Pinai and, like, meeting Pinais from, like, you know, that were raised in the East Coast and, you know, just right, right, such, right. like, a diverse experience um, that we're so, like, privileged to, like, be from California. Hell yeah, from the Bay Area. And, even more that we're from the Bay Area that it's it just kind of works out in our favor because it makes sense like there's a lot I think it's also you know like there's pockets of Filipinos but I feel like Somos that center for the Bay Area yeah and every like folks know that but Mm. then there's still like these pockets of communities that are still like operate in their own ways yeah um which makes it yeah, and just like history, right? Just of California in general and how that ties to this larger meta narrative of like Filipino American history. Um, and totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> but I like where you were going with it because it really <laughs> is kind of just like we do have this immense privilege. I was talking to a friend's partner who is like from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we were having this conversation after we both had like a couple of drinks. But it was, like, a really real conversation where, like, he was just saying, like, you know, growing up in the Philippines, um, the people that I grew up with weren't trying to be more Filipino. Like, they were just trying to be, like, more American or, like, things like that. And he was like, but when I come over here and I come to the Bay Area, and he was specifically talking about being in Skyline's Kababayan community. Mm -hmm. He's like, you have all of these Filipinos who have never even been to the Philippines but they're ha- they have this yearning to be Filipino. They have this yearning to decolonize, and it really is like a privilege for us to be in the space where um, so many people yearn that it's like already a part of institutions mm. like Skyline Skababayan for 15 years. We were having this conversation after the 15 year um, mm-hmm. anniversary like banquet, right? So like we definitely do live in like this this privileged space where things like that could happen where like music videos like Ruby Ibarra's Us can happen where that was literally like shot at the school that I work at you know and like right. all of these penais <laughs> were called to be there and like they showed up open cat you know yeah. like it wasn't like oh you can be in it like yo if you yeah. can I, you be here you know exactly and Sorry. so it's kind of really just like we we do live in a place where like there is it seems like like a more accelerated ability to decolonize Mm. and heal because um the history of filipino americans like you were talking about we've been doing it here for a while and i say we like even though i wasn't like around but it seems like that's like an ancestral like intergenerational Mm. like resilience type of thing you know right um that's it I like how you mentioned like folks that are like born from the Philippines, you know, and just kind of like highlighting that because I'm wondering. I mean, there's no way that myself or like we would understand like what that experience exactly. Is. But I think yeah. about like my cousins who are like newcomers, like recent immigrants, like five years ago. You know, like or even like some of like my cousins who their wives are like born in the philippines and like there isn't necessarily always that um i don't say that there's no pride but there's not necessarily that drive to like continue on like building the cultural identity around being filipino yes exactly 
and I think about well and you know rightfully so like you make those decisions um but I think about how I would want it's like that's how the world is going to perceive like my children right mm-hmm. my generations of my mm-hmm. children I want them to be equipped with this understanding of like who they are right I keep thinking about like mm, yeah sometimes doing this ancestral work or this decolonizing work we don't know the names like some folks don't know the names of their grandparents or like yeah. their great grandparents right so it's like how are we so I keep thinking about that it's like how are how are we and JL has mentioned this before of like there has to we have to find different ways for like our lineage to find us mm, I love that you it's know? like legacies exactly like I remember I just used to record my reflections like yeah there's journal writings but then I would just legit record my thoughts on my Ooh, phone yeah. like how is that like a form of storytelling mm-hmm. that's like digitized yeah you know and then I was just at the museum today and it was like you're kind of looking at these textiles you're looking at like these pot like pottery that folks use like in ceremony and it was like there's like stories to those things yeah there is that is a way for like again like future lineage and generations are able to come to these spaces Mm -hmm. or however and like Mm -hmm. know that um i feel like the work that we're doing mm -hmm. is also very like rooted in that like divine Mm -hmm. pinai is not just like we're kind of doing it and it is for ourselves but like the way in which we are doing it like it'll definitely have its effects on like the future generations because i I imagine like we are like these older women and we are still like in each other's lives and like our children or whoever are like growing up seeing it and growing up in it you know kind of like how like mahalai and amiana grew up in like pet Mm -hmm. so like this is the thing that our kids are going to grow up in and that's like their their roots their foundations mm. for them to even reach even higher right so like whatever growth our like our descendants will have like they're gonna be like yeah like it's because like mm-hmm. um your ancestors did was we're doing this like right. they were fucking with this right or this is what my grandmother did yeah you know um have you heard of seventh the seventh generation principle Oh my god, tell me what it is. Because I feel like I've been looking for this, like, in words somewhere, like, to, like, read. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been finding it. So when we entered Water Mohawk Territory mm-hmm. at the Bailan Conference, there was a sign that says, seven generations are traveling with you. Ooh. So, you remember I was telling you about indigenous permaculture and how uh-huh. I've been going to some of their workshops. Um, and hopefully I'm going to start, like, learning how to farm. Yeah with them next next year I'm so ready to like learn from you <laughs> yes and I had asked that oh my gosh I should actually show you because it talks about like how they kind of gave us like this reflection tool but in that that worksheet they talked about seventh generational mm. principle and I feel like I've, I've I've learned about that like in Mayan culture um Mayan culture specifically or is it Nawa I'm not sure um I'm not sure either so I always thought like oh seven generations forward seven generations back and i've been part of sound baths where like some of the sound healers or practitioners mentioned that but when i was at this workshop it was like the intention of like life or living is that you'll be able to see live through seven generations wow and and now i'm kind of thinking at the sacred survival sisterhood one of my visions or experiences was and this is also like raised Pinai, like with my production is like, yo, like three generations. Mm-hmm. So it's like my mom, my grandmother, my great grandmother. Right. Me being the connection because I'm here like in spirit mm-hmm. or like even like my mom and my grandmother because they're living. The hope would be that my grandmother would be able to see my daughter, do- like my children, like my daughter, my daughter, do- my granddaughter and my great granddaughter. Wow. So I think that's also like an indigenous or native type of principle, like in some other way. Hmm. But it's to live so that you're able to see that. So that's what yeah. that seven generation principle is. I like is. that. I'm going to look more into that. That's so amazing. Yeah. And then when I was for the sacred survival, that's literally what I saw. I see like this, this diagonal and like literally me being 
can't do it yeah they're just here mm. like i'm that connection yeah like or we're that connection to right. spirit to ancestor Ooh. whenever we come and we center ourselves in that yes i love that um there is a poem that was um that Manang Don wrote at uh-huh. the Dio de los Muertos exhibit and there was a line that stuck out because we're talking about like generations and lineage and it um, she wrote this and it stuck with me it was like the future of brownness lies in my womb oh my god I love that Ooh, I got chills <sighs> yeah and it's like yo she's real yeah because um, I feel like we're making we're we're doing the work to make a world where like um those future brown babies are not gonna feel like shit basically Mm -hmm. because i feel like the world has been making Mm -hmm. like all of the systems of oppression that are like in effect that um are having that have hold of this world Mm -hmm. um they were all kind of like created to make brown babies feel like shit and to grow up feeling like shit and to never feel like they could um amount to anything and i feel like we're doing the work so that these future brown babies that are in the womb are gonna grow up and just be like i am the shit like you can't tell me otherwise and i am here to like take what is mine and you can't tell me that i don't deserve anything Mm -hmm. because i don't believe you right you know like i feel like that's almost a part of like the work that we're doing Mm. I love how you're, like, you're carrying that vision. Yeah. Because I feel like I, I don't think I've like thought about it in that way. Ooh. At least in... in... Yeah. I'm, I'm a Pisces. I'm always thinking yeah, about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think about the work like whole, but I haven't. don't think I've thought about, well, what is this particular space? Yeah. Like this divine pinnacle. Collective. And I just think about it. It's like, oh, are you going to like, raise our kids? You know, like yeah. you know, if we choose to, to have families and to have babies, like I want that. Yeah, I feel like that's also like another reason like I wanted to move back here hmm. of like obviously you know like I grew up the experience of like ha- like growing up with my cousins yeah which I know like my children won't necessarily have that blood lineage but it's also like well you have like chosen family you have like exactly. families that you create or even you were talking about like spiritual lineage yes right so so it's like oh well where's a place that's really gonna nurture the spirit the collective spirit mm, of like my family yes. of like my children and I, then I think about well who am I going to be raising these kids with and mm, like you know it's like yo like I love that it's you yes 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 it's like Carol it's like us together yeah that's true so it's like in as much as like maybe there's a little bit sadness that they're not going to grow up with their blood cousins but it's like but they're going to grow up with like this consciousness yeah they're going to grow up with like access to like this world that I know that they won't have access to if the roots if I decide to set those roots for myself there Mm, yeah you know like they're just going to be exposed to so much and that to me is more important thinking about their consciousness thinking about places and just you know like I want them to be part of Sama Sama Collective you know when we're over there right you know like I want them like I want us to be I want their environment to affirm their cultural identity hell yeah I don't ever want them to feel like oh, I don't have that connection. Yeah, or it's like, I because I am this, I am alienated. Right. Yeah. And it's more like, it's an, coming from an affirmative place, like more importantly, like a loving place. Mm. You know, when they see, like, they're going to see us loving our brownness, loving our Filipino-ness, or like whatever other identities that we ha- also carry, right? Ooh, yes. Um, And that shit is like fucking beautiful. It really is. It's, wow. Yeah. Look at us thinking about like the next generation. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It's, yeah. In, we're not in its even own time. like, yeah. Like, we're not even like, it's funny because like, we're not like actually realistically, like practically doing any work to like have a child yet. But like, we know that this is the world that we want these like right. future babies to live in. We're doing the work in a different way. Yeah, we are. Like, really, like, I think we're preparing like spirit. Yeah. We're preparing our spirit and then comes like the body piece. Yeah. Because I feel like that takes time. Like I wanna be my me and Carol always talk about this. Like I wanna be at my best, like when I'm bearing a child. Because oh, yeah. this is their earth, this is what they're growing in. Right. It's like me, you know, like obviously with the seed, but like yo like i want to be good for that exactly so it's like that's good that these conversations are hell yeah because i feel like too that's a part of like the healing because a lot of us 
Um, I'm not necessarily saying like us in the room, but like this has been like the generational like um, I guess like trauma or the issue mm-hmm. is that like a lot of our parents had us so young mm-hmm. that they weren't ready to have children and mm-hmm. so like the ways in which they parented came from a place of like almost a child raising a child mm-hmm. you know and so like there was almost some at some parts like a lack of preparation um and a lot of more like reaction versus yes. like um responding to like behavior and i think we're kind of in a place where we um like i know my i personally have been like scarred by the ways in which my parents were mm-hmm. not able to hold me like because they weren't mature enough mm-hmm. and so like i do consider this kind of like the work that i need to do before i am able to mother an actual mm-hmm. baby mm-hmm. into like adulthood you know because i don't want to be that person for my right. child like you want to end that generational pattern exactly and i want like whatever they grow up in to be like very affirming and very much like oh like i learn a lot not just from what my mom tells me but from how she treats everything that i like bring up to her Mm. you know because like i feel like those are the things that we notice the most is just like how did people treat us and like our different like states of being Mm -hmm. or how do they respond like when there's conflict exactly or like when you did something you fucked up yeah like, you know it's like so hard to like kind of respond in a yeah. way or like you're saying like it's this it's is reactionary is this like responsive yeah and like <laughs> it's not funny how we're talking about parenting because i'm pretty sure it's gonna come soon um, it's already, yeah. it's already here. Yeah. And so, as so, like wait. as like a thought. Yes. <laughs> um, and then okay, what I'm thinking about, I think it's burnt offering where um when Blue Scholar says it, he talks about like he talks about his kids too in the song, mm. even though they haven't been born in flesh. Yeah. Um but also like how are we then gonna pair it from here? Mm-hmm. Or like finding this balance. Cause I th- think you I think you're gonna need both. Yes. Or, like, maybe one parent is going to be from here and the other is going to be from logic. And that, you know, from here and that just bounces out. But she should be, like, it should be in, in you as well. But, yeah, like, I'm curious. How do we parent from here? How do we parent from the womb? Ooh. How do we parent Ooh, from intuition? I really like that. How do we parent from the womb? Right. Ooh. Or, like, one. or how do we mother? Since yeah. Like, we're, mother, we're for women, we're going to be mothers. Um, I'm curious, like, what would that look like for fathering? Yeah. I'm sure there is, like, mm-hmm. a lot of, like, work that has to do with being a man that has to be a part of that. Because I know, like, it it's, to me, I've understood it as, like, this is a part of your, like, um, inner child work, mm-hmm. you know, is, like, how do you release all of the things that happen to you? Mm-hmm. And I think um, it's different from women to men in so many ways because of the ways in which our society has been very, like patriarchal and like upheld so many things even like filipino societies like i know you um had you have your sister so Mm -hmm. i don't know like what your experiences were but i having a little brother like Mm -hmm. experienced so much like inequality in the family Mm -hmm. because it was like so obvious that my parents were raising me one way and raising my brother a completely Mm -hmm. different way Mm -hmm. you know and so like um, I would imagine that like his healing would have to do with a lot of like um, being accountable for the things that he, they didn't hold him accountable to, mm-hmm. you know, and learning like accountability right for that specifically. Yo, um, it's I think it's also interesting like when you birth a a son or a boy or male. Uh, you know, like, what does that look... Because I think about, like, for fathers, right? Like, they don't carry the child. Mm. So it's, like... Right. This is a lesson from JL. Like, this was her... I think... I'm trying to articulate, but... <laughs> summarize my own way. But, like, how that contributes to kind of, like, patriarchy. Like, being a father, you don't... Ha- like, you're not carrying the child in you. Mm. So it's kind of, like, you you already operate in this, like siloed like i have like individualistic mindset Ooh, right you know what i mean where it's like oh everything's separate i have to dominate i have to be the winner yeah right? because it's like you like you're taking out of 
it's like you're you're in your mom and then you're kind of like placed in this society that doesn't celebrate nurture like mm. all that stuff i don't know i'm not a man <laughs> that's why i think it's gonna be interesting to like raise sons i used to be kind of scared yeah to do it but now i'm kind of like yo i feel like that would be fucking fun i think so too i think it would be like kind of almost healing in a way to right. be able to like raise men the way that like we actually wish men treated right. us like conscious yes yo same same <laughs> same same wild okay so i've been wanting to like ask you this mm-hmm. but um so we've been like reflecting on divine panai kind of turned into like us also just reflecting on our journeys and what this mm-hmm. means for like a long future mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like what do you see for divine panai in 2020 because we're like at the end of the decade we started this work in tw- like the beginning of 2019 um, and 2020 just seems to be like such a powerful number that everyone's getting really excited mm-hmm. about it and I'm like totally leaning into this excitement by the way but like what what do you envision for like us mm-hmm. in the next year I guess um, I think I, I envision a more consistent meeting mm. i don't know if monthly is some i mean it would be ideal to do something monthly yeah um monthly bi-monthly but i think we need to actually you know we need to monthly Ooh, maybe like this is not a word <laughs> moonly <laughs> there you go yeah like <laughs> yo maybe it's around those cycles yeah maybe it's like oh we're gonna meet during the full moon this month like we'll alternate it so that we're working with like different cosmic moon energy yeah um that's one and then i, I think, like that yes <laughs> i think we need to commit to that because i think that's what a collective is Ooh. and i feel like that's gonna deepen it even more yeah so you're saying that there's discipline in this next year and with discipline comes freedom yeah so how is freedom how do we practice freedom uh-huh and how does that freedom look like you're right in our divine yeah collective? so it's like we're doing we're more um ritualistic basically Sis, yes. <laughs> um, and those monthly meetings don't necessarily always have to be like a gathering. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like a hike. Yeah. Right. I like that. Um, so one, it would be that I think we need to do something monthly, um, and maybe that's something that you all can decide. Like, when's that January month? When's that January date? Ooh, then. Yes, we should. Start you know, doing like, like that. Okay, like maybe we'll do two months. Like let's lock in the dates mm-hmm. for January, February at the Divine Panay retreat. Hell yeah. Um and then two, I think it's also kind of doing like encouraging us to like tap into these other community spaces, like whether that's Ginahau, like Mark or what is how do I pronounce it? Gin Ginhao? I don't Gin, I'm not I have no clue. <laughs> the G market. Okay. Um, whether it's that, um, whether it's by Bailan conference, but also like supporting other folks in our community and like also like learning from other like yeah. communities of color. Oh yeah. I would I think that's something that's beneficial because I think oftentimes, you know, like it I, I feel like it um yes, I think we also need to be present in those spaces. Hell yeah. As like Filipinas, as Pinais that are doing decolonial, like ancestral mm-hmm. indigenous work, right? Um, in a diaspora in a diaspora um, I would also love if we could like, maybe this is the well maybe this is us finding the balance between like the mind and the heart mm-hmm. but how are we also like building like our ideology Ooh, yeah, you know are we also like that. learning yeah. but I don't know maybe that's maybe not maybe we also just need this space just needs to be something that's here because in our daily lives we're always, we're always here, here in the so head. maybe yeah. not that who knows yeah. but maybe that's something to consider like or know, explore explore in the, in the future um but yeah i think those are the two things that's coming up for I me like right now that. the consistency we need to meet every month um and we need to continue to just do things <laughs> yeah. outside like i loved how like me you carol aileen we're fucking at that retreat yes you know I what i mean like, come through divine penai energy exactly because then we also grow and we're being held in those spaces yeah because i really feel like we we were able to grow and then we were also able to grow from going to the babylon conference and then bringing in that knowledge yeah. right and like creating that dampana mm-hmm. so like and then 
just kind of like encouraging folks like to kind of to do that I think that's important yeah or just to like invite others right. like when we're like ooh I'm interested in this like who wants to come exactly. with exactly how about you what have you visioned or what are <laughs> have what so when you say we is that you and Aileen um wait what do you mean for that like we oh because you said like oh we were like reflecting and like wanted to talk about like what are these like visions was that like conversations with Aileen? No, I think I was just like, what do you want for our space? Is that what I said? Oh, I don't know. I'm like, we like your ancestors? We, maybe. I always say we. Okay. I kind of like, like feel like I'm always we. like acknowledging other people. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. I say that to my students all the time where I'm like, so this is what we want. And I'm looking and in my head, I'm like, who's we? Like, I'm just, <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> so that's kind of how I talk. But okay, okay. I, was, I was just like, <laughs> that's all for you. I don't me. know. But um, um, it's okay. So like, it's funny how like, your answer to me is such like a earth sign answer. Is that is that how it's like such as like you? a to- yeah it is actually it's like a Taurus. a Taurian answer because you were like structure. <laughs> Maybe that's the Capricorn in me too. I love that, and that's what I was wondering too. I was like, is it her Taurus sun or is it her Capricorn moon? So because funny. I have a Capricorn moon. I know, but we're Capricorn like moon. <laughs> Capricorn moon. Yes, But um, what's it called? I feel like my answer is very like Pisces kind of ooh Pisces yeah okay. because okay. like um, for sure like I feel like I also want us to like meet more regularly but like what I imagine these I didn't think of it as like we're gonna schedule it with like every <laughs> single month and like with the moon with the moon <laughs> Not to like, not to like, um, no, not okay. to like down what you're saying because like that's just not like where I like sur- like live. I guess <laughs> like I was just kind of like we're just gonna like do- be better at like calling on each other when someone's doing something. Okay, so got like you. <laughs> uh, for example, like I really want to do like this inner child art workshop thing mm-hmm. with folks and so like I imagine that like I can call on Divine Panay to be like hey like can I test this out on y'all yeah and we're just gonna try it together and like Tin has been hella talking about making planner boxes for her garden so I imagine she can be like hey like it's time for me to start my garden like can y'all help me weed and we're just gonna come yes. over and like so it's like that's what I imagine which is a very like watery thing where it's like one of us puts up the like divine penai signal and people are just like oh I'm available like I'll go yeah so like right. I imagine that we we start building a network like that and I also imagine that like we start to grow um, and let people in too where it's we talked a little bit about like I think in Baba's um, Instagram caption that you read earlier, mm-hmm. she talked about we were all within two degrees yeah. or three degrees of each other. So I imagine that we're even just like some of these things we're just gonna start expanding to be like, oh like my other friends also gonna be here, yeah. and like we're all gonna start to like build this. And I also wonder like what would it be to queer up the space because right yes. now we're really working from this idea of. Pinai and woman Mm -hmm. but you know like as like a cishet woman I can also be challenged by like queer ways of thinking exactly and so I also want to figure out like how do we queer up this space and like be mindful of gender identities that we haven't even really like um learned about yet because we're not fully decolonizing yet Mm, you know I agree yeah so like what what (laughs) that's like what I really want to bring into the space is just like queering it adding more people that are within two degrees of us and just like being about like when we need help asking and allowing people to come to our help yes. and to receive that yeah and to receive that yeah i love that Ooh. i love that i agree i think there needs to be like especially with um the gender identity or you know like the queer like queering 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 the divine collective space yeah um but also like how is the space also open it's so interesting because i was like i feel like this was kind of like what i was trying to do with soul and sunshine yeah i think so too i think that's why like we did this (laughs) yes because we like shared space yeah and that's like it's evolved and become this um and I agree. Like, how are we also meeting folks? Because 
I, you know, obviously, like, our gatherings are very different mm-hmm. than, like, what it was when, you know, we gathered down in SoCal. Right. Um, how are we also opening up space for people that are in different places mm. in their own decolonial journey, their own just identity in general? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's something to also kind of think about. Yes. Um, but also wanting to ground and center ourselves in how do we scale scale it yes 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 we want to acknowledge this yeah um i'm not gonna say like oh we just want to focus on one thing Mm -hmm. but we don't want to tackle everything all at once i feel you You like it's kind of like we need to acknowledge that this year was like a slow growth right and like we're not gonna rush anything Mm -hmm. by being by trying to like load too much onto it at once yeah um yeah I like this. I would love to hear um, what comes up in the discussion. Um, oh yeah. And I'm kind of thinking, like you know, you're saying like, oh, Tin needs help doing the planner book. Well, maybe that's that one month thing. Yeah, exactly right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe that's that one month thing. But I do think. <laughs> Back to my Capricorn. <laughs> and then we're going to plan it by the moon. It's like, at least once a month, though. Because I feel yes. like that's, it has to be like, that's, you know, we act, like you mentioned, we actively need to choose to, like, be mm-hmm. in relation with each other. Hell yeah, we really do. You know, and then also, like, when I'm just reflecting on, like, November, like, I think that, yeah, that was, like, the first time that all of us were together since like the since, january, since january retreat. yeah because you know? like, we're just all kind of doing our own things and um what's this called i forgot <laughs> there, there we go again whoop whoop and that's that and that is where she ends <laughs> and, and that's where she ends y'all that is so funny okay i'm gonna like stop this yes and this now. is and this is where we end this is where we end um, and our spirits are done yes <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is 